Hi, I'm Ashley Cunningham. And I'm Susanna Wilson. And you're in The The Wet Wet Seat. Each episode, we conquer tough issues around sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ashley Cunningham, and uh, my personal soapboxes are sexual health, relationships, and mental health. I spent two years writing a thesis on women in gay male porn. And um, I right now run a blog called Cheeky Business, which is all around unapologetic self-care. And I'm Susanna Wilson. I'm an actor whose only uh, authority on matters of sex comes from having lived with Ashley Cunningham for the last two years. But I've also worked with an organization called Speak About It that does great work around consent education at colleges and high schools around the country. Well, what I was going to say is... Wait, so you said embarrassing stories? Yeah, if we're going to talk about embarrassing sex stories... I don't know... I don't know if I have a most embarrassing story. I understand that, but I just challenge that. (laughs) And why I challenge that is I think everyone has embarrassing sex stories that are fun, that are awesome, that are worth telling but they don't, like, automatically catalog them like I do because not everyone just, like, brings up their embarrassing sex stories at parties (laughs) like I do. (laughs) Valor. I think, though, if people start doing that, um, then uh, they're great icebreakers at parties. That's all Mm, I'm saying. Yes, icebreakers. Just what I need. So my embarrassing story is actually, if we were going to do one about period shame, Mm -hmm. um, I would say this was one of my most embarrassing moments. Um, I... It's like I still can't figure out why I am so embarrassed by period shit and sex, but mm-hmm. like I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was with, we um, we were having sex and I was on top, mm-hmm. and um, we're going at it as we do, and um, I doing a wonderful job as always, <laughs> and um, naturally, <laughs> and. All of a sudden, you know, like the natural wet noises. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Happen. Oh, I have heard this story. Oh, you have yes. heard this story. Yeah, Keep the going. natural wet noises that happen in sex. Like suddenly, while we were having <laughs> sex, it was pitch black. I could not see him, which is weird because usually I can like see the person we're having right. sex with. I could not see him, oh, no. and we can't really oh, see no. each other. But all of a sudden, the noises changed, <laughs> and like so, he had never had period sex before. So he didn't know what blood sounded like. I don't think I know what blood sounds like. When you're having sex and there's like a something going in and out of you, I have it's never... a different sound. No, okay. Like well, here's the normal. thing. I, I guess I haven't had period sex in the way that you're talking about it then, because oh. I haven't had like penile vaginal. Period yeah. sex, like, in the height of me bleeding. No. I haven't had that. So I'm on top of him. All of a sudden, I'm noticing that the noise is, like, turning from, oh, I'm wet and we're having sex mm-hmm. to it's super Very wet. wet. <laughs> Very wet. <laughs> and, and I'm, like, either I oh, am, no. like, obnoxiously wet or right. something is, uh, um, I, I've done up. something. And, uh, and so I was like, hold on. And so I, I went over him. I was still inside, like he was still inside of me and I leaned over, turned on the light and I look down we both look down and it looks like a fucking crime scene. (gasps) Um, there's blood everywhere. (laughs) I, I was peak. I don't know. I don't know whether, I don't know. I usually it doesn't come on that fast, but it fucking did. (laughs) 
And I, uh, and so I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, and he was, I can't remember his reaction exactly, but it was one of like, not saying a lot of words, kind of disgusted. Uh, like I, he had never like come in contact with like right. period sex. So like having it like be a gushing volcano on his first <laughs> try, like probably wasn't like super great. And so like I got off of him and he immediately like ran to the bathroom Whoa. and I was just kind of left there contemplating <gasps> my choices. No. And I just remember feeling like so much shame, like oh. so much like, uh, and, like, I think why I feel so much shame and why I felt so much shame. I, I, I feel like I have less shame now because I'm telling this story. Right. But when he came back, he just had this look of, like, like I had killed three grandbabies. Oh, I, like, fuck. He was just, like, I don't ever want to, like, like, that was gross, kind of. Like, his reaction and was... And he verbalized that? Yeah, he kind of verbalized. He, his reaction was very much, like, that was gross. Like, I don't want... He was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, every time that I was on my period from then on out, he did not want to have sex with me. Whereas with other uh, sexual partners, uh, after that, I could definitely negotiate. Right. You know, like... Well, there's a certain amount of, like, how like how far into your period are you? What kind of sex are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if I start to feel uncomfortable, like, maybe we can stop. Maybe we can adjust. We'll go this far. Yeah. There is an incredible poem about period sex that some male poet wrote that Andrea mm. Gibson did a recitation of, and I Word will Gibson. think about it at some point. But like, <laughs> it's it, it it's about like period sex being awesome, and like, which is something that you don't hear or talk about a lot. Okay. So after recording that episode, we realized what the name of the poem was, um, and it's called Bloodbath by Christian Drake. And here's just a little piece of it in case you're curious. And I slip my fingers through your hair. As gentle as thought. And you say, baby, baby not tonight. <laughs> I got my period. And I say, baby, I will make love to you until we look like a war zone. Give me the sweet murder of your body until they string up crime scene tape across the bedroom because period sex is awesome. Something that people don't tell you is that women are way fucking hornier on their periods than any other time of the month. It's true. Also, day 14. Yes. Day 14 of your cycle is apparently, like, peak, like, let's get it out. So, yeah. That would be... I don't know if it would be, like, most embarrassing moment ever. Right. But it was definitely one full of shame. And something that I still cannot, like, completely... I feel like that's huge, like, as far as shame, because I, I don't think I've ever had, and maybe this is why I reacted to how I did when you were like, embarrassing sex story, because it's not like <laughs> someone, like, as far as embarrassment, the most embarrassing, like, sexual thing that's probably happened to me is 
in the months after I broke up with my high school boyfriend mm-hmm. and I was hooking up with a very good friend of mine mm-hmm. and we were like on my couch facing the front door of my house, which yeah. to be fair, people rarely came in the front door and both of my parents, which but, is um, also rare, like thanks. came in from a walk with the dogs and we like hopped off each other. I literally like ran around the corner to a different room and like it was very obvious what we were doing. So as far as embarrassment, like that's the only thing that comes to mind as far as because embarrassment to me means like time when like well no that's we too hard. The first time I queefed (laughs) (laughs) the first time I ever queefed during sex, I was like, whoa, sorry about that. And my ex boyfriend was like, uh uh that's okay and I was like (laughs) we were like 16 and I was like you know what that was right and he was like um I think I do and I was like that was not a fart and he was like what and I was like they're called queeps I'm I'm proud of you for knowing what a queep was at age 16 I definitely did not know oh why did I know I didn't have language to explain that moment because in seventh grade, told me what a queef was while we were on stage during a rehearsal of, um, what was that show? Once on this island. Oh, that so sucks. I know. It was weird. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, girl, it's called a queef," and I was like, "Ah!" And then like years later, I queefed for the first time, and my boyfriend was like, "I guess it's okay that you farted," and I was like, "No, son, that was a queef." Maybe embarrassing is the wrong word. That's the thing. That's, Shame. That's why I reacted the way I did. I was like, "Embarrassing." <clears throat> What's that? Like, when you say shame, I can think very specifically of a sexual experience. My freshman year of college, like the first week of college, you know, everyone is trying to figure out what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Who like, the fuck? Who the fuck they are? Why the fuck they're there? I lived in quite a suite full of ladies uh-huh. and we had a a male friend of ours who we, who we'd like met during orientation grant you which means nothing yeah. you know this is a person who to this day like i i follow upon instagram and that's mm-hmm. it like that's the only interaction we have um so that that dude had a good friend from home and mm-hmm. said friend from home brought a bunch of his friends to hang out with us. So we're all like half a week <laughs> into our first year of college. I ended up sleeping with this guy. So we were having sex and he was like so wasted. And I think, how did this go down? I started giving him head. And mind you, like I had not given head to anyone at this point. Mm-hmm. Except except for my ex-boyfriend who was... Mm-hmm. So, so at this person, this guy is the third person who I've ever slept with. Mm-hmm. Um, the most sex I've ever had is with my ex-boyfriend, and my ex-boyfriend remains, at this point, the only person that I've ever gone down on. Mm-hmm. So I go down on this guy, and he's like, oh my god, you're like the best at this thing. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, I've never had anyone like go down on me like this this is the best head I've ever gotten. I'm like, okay, like, feeling pretty good about myself. Like, word, best head you've ever gotten. I usually think such a comment is... Ten minutes later... Ten minutes later, he's like, ugh, this is, like, the worst head I've ever gotten. And I'm like, um, okay. First of all... First of all, like, 
You don't tell a girl that if you want to, like, get the pussy. B, like, I'm sorry, whiplash? You just told me this was the best head you've ever gotten. Like, I don't know where we stand here. Like, if I'm not doing something that you like, like, please. Constructive criticism communicate. only, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, tell me how I can improve. So, lo and behold, I end up having penile vaginal sex with this <laughs> young person, which was probably a mistake, but, you know, we're all 18 once. Mm-hmm. We all have our first week of college ones. We start having sex. And to this day remains, like, some of the, A, weirdest, and not in a good way, and B, like, worst sex I've ever had. He made me do all the work. I was on top the entire time. And I'm not talking, like, fun on top. Like, laborious, you're not doing jack shit. Like, I'm literally doing all the work on top. And then he did a couple of these weird, like, it was as if, he was performing in a way that he thought mm-hmm. he should be performing. So he would, like, thrust in, like, mm-hmm. a long, sustained fashion. He was like, ah, right? Like, super weird. A, like, did, a, was not sensational. Did not feel good. A, like, B, to, like, if you thrust it for too long, like, it, it was like, like, his <laughs> hips and my body were off the bed. That's the kind of thrust it was. I'm not kidding you so this guy's like we're having terrible sex i'm like great this is super boring i want to leave so (laughs) he gets up he's like i have to pee and i'm like okay word like i'm pretty sure i'm done like you can go pee but i'm done Mm -hmm. and he grabs me by the arm and he's like oh you what do you mean you're yeah a little bit he's like what do you mean you're done and i was like I don't know. In that moment, I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, here I am. I've known this dude for, like, maybe four hours. I have no fucking clue who he is. I, like, truly don't know anything about him. And now I'm telling him that I don't want to continue what we've been doing, and Mm -hmm. he's physically restraining me. So I was like, you know what? You go pee. Like, it's chill. Just come back, like, when you're done, and we'll... Well, like, I don't know if I said, like, we'll talk, we'll keep going, like, yeah. something to the effect of placating him. Mm-hmm. He, like, wanders into the bathroom totally nude. Meanwhile, the suite is, like, full of people. And I <sighs> put on clothes, and I, like, booked it out of my room, grabbed my friend, whose friend had brought this dude, and was like, he's not fucking spending the night. Like, you get to, you are gonna kick his ass out. Mm-hmm. And, like, dipped and left and went upstairs. Why is that shame? Well, the shame part of it was, like, this is the worst head I've ever gotten. Like, you suck. And then continuing to engage him and to be like, I am garbage yet. And I later found out that this dude had never had sex and that I took his virginity accidentally, Mm. which was probably why the sex was so bad and probably why he was... What ultimately was probably defensiveness in him being like, this is such garbage. Because, like, he wasn't communicating. It wasn't going the way that he foresaw it to go, you know. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like... Is that embarrassing? Not really. No, not at all. Shameful. It was shameful because I felt like in this moment he was like, you are bad at sex. And I was like, 
fuck, maybe I am bad at sex. Like, the most sex I've had was with one person. Uh-huh. I know what he liked, and I have no idea what anyone else likes. What is interesting is that uh, through this conversation, I've realized that there is a difference between embarrassing sex stories and what usually comes to mind, which is shameful sex stories. Yeah. Which is that um, when we judge others in a sexual experience and maybe label them for bad sex, maybe call them out in a situation, like make judgments, say harsh words towards them, Mm -hmm. we create shameful sexual experiences where we feel a painful distress, like the partner feels a painful distress out of humiliation of some kind. Whereas when given the idea of embarrassing sex topics, that's an accident in a Mm. lot of cases. Mm. It isn't purpose. Like there's no, there is no humiliation at play. When I tell my, when I tell my story about like gushing blood because I accidentally was on my period, there was no one at fault. Right. In that situation. And I also think that usually embarrassing stories are embarrassing for both partners, you know? Yes. Or like something happens that maybe is embarrassing to you, but it at least involves the other person somehow. I don't know. But like, when I think embarrassing, I think something that you can laugh about later. When I think shame, Mm -hmm. it's like painful to remember. You know? Yeah, it's it still feels embarrassing. Yeah, just wanted to get that. Yeah, out that it's in, so it's interesting. Um, so maybe it's true that not everyone has like fun, embarrassing yeah stories. Um, that they can look on and be like both parties were embarrassed of, mm-hmm. but also can laugh at like. Right. Um, I feel like in a lot of times, I think because sex seems so personal, Mm. it is difficult to come up with a situation where someone did not take a painful experience away from the situation. Mm. So, parse that out. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode of The Wet Seat. Um, We want to give a special thanks to Rebecca Todaro, who did all of the incredible artwork associated with the podcast. Um, We personally fell in love with it the moment that we saw it. Also, a special thank you to our fearless editor, Billy Coles, who spends many hours listening to the long, long recordings of Ashley and I drunkenly giggling away. We rock, (laughs) Billy. (laughs) And if you liked what you heard, um, please... Subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, like us on Facebook. Um, we're learning, we're growing. This podcast's gonna change over time, and we're excited to see where it goes. We'll see you next week. Stay wet. <laughs>